What's up, guys? I hope you guys are having a good day. I hope you guys can hear me okay. Let me know if you can. Welcome to DrBoysTV.com, the home for intelligent black people. Um, I, <clears throat> I saw this interview today with uh, Roland Martin and a, and a young brother named King Randall. And King Randall is out of Albany, Georgia. And this young brother has done some amazing work. Um, it's so extraordinary that I actually shared his information on my Instagram page. Uh, and I'm actually going to put <clears throat> my IG up so you can actually see the video with King uh, where he's talking about some work that he's doing uh, down in Georgia. Actually, there's my Twitter. There's my IG. My IG is The Real Boyce Watkins. Give me a yes, actually, in the chat to make sure you can hear me. I, I just switched my Wi-Fi on my phone, but I want to make sure you guys can hear me. Okay, what's up, Chris? All right, so Roland Martin does an interview with this brother. His name is King Randall, and King Randall is a 21-year-old black man who built a school down in Albany, Georgia. And I don't know um, I don't know King yet. Uh, I don't know much about school, but I saw an interview where King Randall was speaking with uh, some white guy. He's doing an interview with a white guy, and, it's, and he was so impressive. So impressive. I mean, you know, to be 21 years old, the the, the brother is articulate. The brother is uh, focused. The brother is 100% B1. And uh, he's absolutely positively, without a question, somebody that needs to be supported. Um, I literally put the uh, the video on my Instagram, um, which you can see right here if you want to go take a look. And I said, if anybody knows his brother, please connect us because I'm going to write him a check. So Alicia was watching it with me and we both said, okay, we're going to write this brother a check. Now, why am I bringing this up? Why am I even jumping out here? Uh, well, I saw this interview. I saw where the brother went on Roland Martin's show and I was really almost embarrassed by the way Roland re reacted to this young, young man. Uh, here you have a 21 year old young man who is basically all about the black community, a hundred percent. He's all about bringing black males together, helping them get get their lives moved forward, helping them become independent, helping them become business owners, helping them become successful, helping them become the kind of hus husbands and fathers we need in our community. And Roland was just beating up on this kid all day, asking him about that stupid Democratic Party nonsense that he's always preaching on his show. That whole BS crap, that Democratic Party liberal crap. I'm trying not to cuss y'all. Y'all y'all can tell when I'm I still when I start studying, stuttering, that's when I'm really trying not to cuss. But that all you know, all that liberal nonsense that y'all been waiting on for 60 years. You know, all these these uh these Democratic Party politicians that, that they got y'all buck dancing about with a with a chicken wing in your mouth, looking stupid, looking crazy, got us looking dumb, uh sitting here waiting on things to happen when your when your community has not moved forward one inch. Give me a yes or no. Give me a yes or no. Black people have been voting for Democrats since Jesus was a teenager. How have have you seen the black community move forward as a result of Democratic Party policies? Give me a yes or no. Has the Democratic Party moved the black community forward on hardly any level in terms of quality of life? Give me a yes or no. What do you think? Do you think that voting for the Democrats has been our solution? I'm not telling you to be a Republican. We ain't talking. This ain't Democrat Republican stuff. But I, this is about reality. This is about benefiting the black community. Yes or no? No, we haven't. We haven't moved forward. Um, our wealth is is stuck in the grinder. Our communities, uh, many of these Democratic-run districts, uh, like Elijah Cummings' district, it was garbage. Uh, a lot of the nonsense is coming out. It's it's more LGBT than anything else. And and so you know, I'm gonna tell you this. I you know, Roland, I I was cool with. I was kind of cool with Roland. 
we were frenemies up until about 2011 until I guess he, he went on a bitch fest and got mad at me for something and was sending me these real long text messages. And I just got tired of debating with him. It was like arguing with, with a woman or something. It was real. I can't argue. I can't, I can't, I just, you know, I can't argue with a man who argues like a woman. And, and so I just, we just stopped talking a long time ago and I didn't really care. I kind of thought, okay, well maybe his philosophy is just a little bit different. Maybe we can coexist, um, you know, and that's it. But I really think that I'm at the point where I'm starting to really wonder, Negro, who do you work for? I mean, who do you represent? You know, I mean, remember, if y'all remember when Ice Cube was challenging both the Democrats and Republicans to do more for black folks, Roland brought Ice Cube on and attacked Ice Cube the entire time. You know, and then this young black man, 21 years old, I mean, literally half your age, less than half your age, ain't even old enough to be half your age. And you can't even take a moment to provide some support or some guidance or mentorship. What the hell is wrong with you? See, that's why young people lose respect for certain older people, because you're full of shit. I mean, this is ridiculous. You 50 years old, man. You ain't supposed to be out here arguing with this kid. You're supposed to be cheering him on. Maybe you can bring in a point or two to say, hey, why can't we do both? Why don't we do both? But you literally, when in this interview, I mean, you gotta, you guys got to go watch it. It was really fascinating. It really was like the nail in the coffin for me because I said, my God, he is fighting with this little, this kid who's doing his best with what he's got to better the black community. That makes it 100% clear who you are, what you represent. You are a Democratic Party operative. That is what you are. You are not a black leader. You are a Negro manager. Negro managers or political bosses are people who exchange political favors in exchange for them collecting and corralling black votes and getting black people to bring their booties to the polls in every election to get certain people into office. And it's all about trying to get that power. For many years, I watched Roland. The first time I met, let me tell y'all a story about the first time I ever met Roland Martin. I never talk about that. I don't talk about this much because I don't really want to get into talking about another guy that much. But I got to tell y'all the truth because I'm really defending this poor kid. And I and, if, and when I talk to him, I'm going to tell him, don't you ever, in my view, my two cents, don't, don't waste your time talking to people like this because this is sad. It's pathetic. But when I met Roland the first time back in, ni- in 2006, I was on CNN. It was, when, it was me, him, and Wendy Williams. And I came in with my good friend, Dorian Chandler. Dorian is a director out of New York City, and she's my buddy. We've been friends for a really long time. And I remember this guy comes in, and all he does is talk the entire time. All he does is suck the oxygen out of the fucking room like a little diva trying to get all the attention. And talk, talk, talk. He's talking my ear off, and I'm like, will this guy please stop talking? And Because I had something I had to talk to Wendy Williams about. And so I literally remember planting Dorian to sit between me and Roland so that she would absorb his conversation and listen to his nonstop talking ass while I could actually go talk to Wendy about something. It was literally like I remember literally thinking this Negro will not stop talking. And then I remember after the show was over, 
uh, the CNN producer said, well, it was some little 22-year-old white girl or something. You know, they hire these young white girls as producers. And she's like, well, you know, hey, guys, we want to do uh, some sort of black history event. And it's going to be a black a black in America special. And we'd like to know what you think we should cover. And so Roland starts talking. He literally talked so long that I didn't get a chance to say a word to this lady. And I remember thinking, you know what, I'm not going to say nothing because this Negro won't stop talking. That was my first introduction to Roland. He's full of himself. He sucks all the air out of the room. He's a big old diva with that big pink ascot that he wears because he likes to get that all that attention. He also is a person who desperately seeks approval from white people. He really wants to be back on CNN. He wants to be recognized by the White House. He loves the fact that he's buddies with Kamala Harris. He's trying to get into the institutions. He's trying to become part of all of that, right? And, and and I and that's fine. That's what it is. That's my two cents on the issue. And I'm I'm laying it out here because I cannot sit here and watch a 50 year old man beating up on a 21 year old kid. I I can't. You know, I, I I've gotten into I've gotten into back and forth with with young people before, and there was a time where I knew to stand down. I knew what my role was. My role was to be the elder. My role is to be the OG. My role is not to sit here and scrap with you like I'm 22 years old, too. The last time that happened, and it was actually accidental, was 2013. Tyler, the creator, and I, had we crossed, we crossed hairs because uh, I was having some issues with Lil Wayne making a disparaging remark about Emmett Till in a song. And because Lil Wayne made this song, I challenged Mountain Dew, who was sponsoring his tour, to say, you can't sponsor this kind of music that's not only destroying the community, but it's also degrading black historical figures. This is unacceptable. Well, Tyler, the creator got caught in the crossfire of that. I didn't even know who Tyler, the creator was. <clears throat> and so Tyler got pissed. He's been mad at me for about five. He's still mad at me. He still does interviews. He, in a Kanye West song, he says something like Boyce Watkins is a bitch at the end. of it. So, so he's mad. But the thing was, I never got to the point where I was, you know, just fighting with him like he's 22 years old. Now, uh, so with Tyler, the creator, my position was, okay, we're going to stop all of this. If he wants to talk to me, tell him to call me, and I will explain to him what's going on, that you were collateral damage. There was no intent to take you down. Uh, This was between me and white supremacy. This was not having anything to do with you. Now, my point in bringing all that up is because when I saw this interview between Roland and this kid, I said, Roland, this is a 21 year old man. Like, what are you, what are you doing? Like, you know, this, you know, I know, I know who your boss is. I know you, you tickle Joe Biden's balls in the afternoon so you can get a couple of dollars. I know that you are, you know, dying to get an opportunity to get back on TV. I know that you love to brag about the fact that you and Kamala Harris, that Indian lady that just got into the white house are best buddies. But the reality, but at the end of the day, if this brother is doing something good for the community, you need to support that. You need to support that. Now, I know some people aren't going to like it. You know, I, I see one guy says, I'm, I'm out. It's too negative for me. Yeah, you should be out. You should not be here if you can't even understand where I'm coming from. Also, uh, if you're asking for the link and you want to see the interview, go and uh, just look, just, just Google it. His name's King Randall, and he's interviewed by Roland Martin. But if also look up King Randall because what he's doing is extraordinary. I will tell you guys publicly, I'm stating this publicly, I'm going to write a check to this brother's school because uh, you, you hear about people trying to build schools and, and schools take five, six years, need $85 million. This brother put bunk beds in his house and started bringing young dudes in so he could help them out. 
And one of the things I think that we really have to, you know, that I, when I, when I do talk to King, because he actually, he actually reached out to me and we're going to talk and I'm going to talk to him. And when I talk to him, I am going to offer support. I'm going to put my money where my mouth is, but all, and I hope that you will too. I'm going to actually support him in reaching out to the community for additional support. Because I think when you see young soldiers that are stepping up to the plate like this and really doing their absolute best to help an important cause like this, uh, and doing it in an authentically black way and supporting the community on the highest levels without asking for white mama and white daddy to take care of us, we need to show up for him. We need to show up and show out for those who are showing up for us. So uh, just know at some point in the very near future, I'm going to reach out to you and I'm going to say, hey, here's a link. Here's where you can donate. Support this this brother and what he's doing. Make sure his school gets all the funding that it needs because that's the solution for the community. Uh, this idea that somehow voting for the same stupid Democrats who ignore us in every election is going to somehow make our community better when it never has in the past is absolutely insane. That is literally insanity. But but the thing is, there are people that are paid to keep you still. There are people that are paid to keep you backward. There are people that are paid to keep you from moving forward. There are people that are paid to keep you on the white man's nipple. So what I just want to say to you is, 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 is you got to see it for what it is. Um, I, I normally don't talk about rolling directly in this type of way. Every now and then it pops up or whatever. Uh, but I really think that there's a point where the spade has to be called a spade. And I think that we're getting to this point where, and, you know, when you are deliberately allowing white Democrats to position you as the Negro to attack any black person who has an authentic, liberating concept that he's introducing to the community, we got to look at you kind of suspect because, the, 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 you know, he could have left it alone. He could have said, you know what? That's not my philosophy. I'm going to go sit over here and fight for voting rights so we can keep Joe Biden in power because he's my boss and I got to do what my boss tells me to do. Right. You could have done that. But no, you went out of your way to seek and destroy. When you have black people that go out of their way to seek and destroy other black people that are trying to build something independent of the white power structure, you got to look at those Negroes twice. You know, it doesn't, you know, I know what, what the arrangement is with Roland or whoever. I have no idea. But I'd be willing to bet you that sometime during this presidency, you're going to see him taking selfies next to somebody in the, in the Biden administration. This is how the business is done. The business is done in such a way that says, look, you keep the Negroes in line. You deliver black people for us. We will give you we will take care of you. We will give you some important position. We will give you access to something. We'll let you come do an interview on Air Force One. We'll let you get you know, we'll let you get interviews for your book deal. Right. These deals are the ones that are done. And I really think that we have to kind of watch out for that. So what I'm going to really say at this point, though, is I'm going to if you want to know what I'm going to say to King, one of the things I want to share with him is, look, at the, you know, there's a point where you got to take the high ground and just keep doing what you're doing. You know, um, anybody who's mad at you for helping young black men, it's absolutely insane. And I want to speak on behalf of all the 40 plus people. Who, who can see through this bullshit to say, man, don't even try to convince or persuade certain people because some people are not your allies. Some people look like you, but they, they're not your friends. And, and, and I don't care if they're Democrat and liberal and all this other nonsense. There's nothing about being liberal that is pro-black. And there's nothing about being conservative that is pro or anti-black. 
all it means is that you're liberal or that you're conservative, Democrat, Republican. None of those concepts are linked to pro-blackness exclusively or anti-blackness exclusively. Sure, there are some good policies in the Democratic Party that benefit black folks, but there are a lot of policies in the Democratic Party that screw over black folks. Democrats ain't thinking about you. They're thinking about themselves and they're using you to carry their weight so that they can get more power. That's what that's all about. That's why you got Raphael Warnock's ass who got a quarter of a billion dollars to run for office. He didn't get that money from black people. You really think Raphael Warnock got a quarter of a billion dollars from the black community and that he's working for black people? No. I saw an interview the other day where Raphael Warnock was speaking, well, we've got to stop this Asian hate. we got to stop this, this, this violence against Asians. I'm like, Nick, well, you ain't Asian? What part of China do you come from? Seriously, I, well, I don't get it. What are you talking about? Like, you're, you're, you're a black man, right? Like, what, at what point are we going to talk about reparations? When are you going to start talking about the issues that black people care about? The answer is never. The answer is never. These people don't work for you. They work for them. Roland Martin, you know, as, as much as I want to respect him as a journalist and all that, you know what he is? Roland Martin is a Democratic. He's a liberal white woman. That's what he is. He might as well be some liberal white woman on MSNBC. He's, he is the black male Rachel Maddow. If you look at a lot of the conversations he has on his platform, it, it there are the people that come on this platform are black, but they have to be liberal black. If they are not liberal black, then he goes on the attack. So if you're not liberal black, then he goes on the attack. If you are black and liberal, then everything's good. You're his friend. That's what it is, right? So you, you got to know the difference between a black person who happens to be liberal versus a liberal person who happens to be black. <clears throat> so a lot of the black cons- black liberals that you see on TV are basically white liberals in blackface. They are the Negro wing of the Democratic Party. And so when you really talk about what freedom and liberation is supposed to look like, freedom means that you're not the Negro wing of the Democratic Party or the Negro wing of the Republican Party. You are just simply black. So that's what I, I believe in. That's what I support. Um, I support things that are authentically black, things that are getting results. Uh, if you tell me, you know, the, when, when, when the reason I'm going to tell you this, the reason that the Democrats are so concerned about voting rights is not because they love black people. It's because they love black people who put them in power. They want you to have voting rights so you can keep them in power so they can continue to do whatever they want to do. They can let, you know, these these butchy ass men who get a, a gender change go and compete with your daughter in a in a in a sport. You know, seriously. I mean it, it's it's a bunch of nonsense. So please walk away from the nonsense. Here are the fundamentals. Black people need wealth. We need more investors. We need more wealth builders. We need to own assets. We need to to build to build businesses. Uh, black people need education. We must educate our own. That means you grab those, you snatch them damn kids up and you teach them what they need to know. Ain't no white man ever going to teach your black son how to be a black man. Ain't no white woman going to be able to teach your daughter how to be a black woman. Seriously, it ain't, it just don't work that way. It don't work. You know, uh, what else? Black people need families. That means black men need to find a black woman to love and to support and black children to protect. Black women need to find black men that they can love. Stop fantasizing about Meghan Markle and marrying some British, some some redheaded slave master from across the sea and acting like that's a fairy tale. The all the reason these fairy tale, the reason these things come off as fairy tales, and the reason that you have these integrationist folks uh, sort of doing what they do 
is honestly because they're not very strong people. They are fundamentally weak. They are fundamentally frightened. They fundamentally do not know who the hell they are. So their only belief in tr having power, their only access to power in their mind is they that they 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 don't believe they can generate their own power. They believe they must be integrated into the white man's power in order for them to have any sort of strength or self-respect. Like they literally feel like I am better when a white man gives me a Grammy or an Oscar or some sort of employee of the year award. I am better when I go to the big white university, Brown, Harvard, Yale, Stanford, and get some white person to give me some credentials. I am better when white people acknowledge me and tell me that my black life matters. Uh, I am better when white people all show up and vote for me and put me into office. I am better when white people snatch me up and put my black ass on their TV set. And even though I'm on TV acting like a goddamn fool, seriously, that's that that is the ideology that they have. These individuals who think this way are people who are fundamentally insecure about being who they are. They don't understand this basic fundamental idea that I'm going to give you right now, that you were somebody special before the white man ever acknowledged you. You are special, whether even if the Democratic Party hates your guts, you are still worthy, even if these white corporations will not hire you. You are still somebody, even if you didn't go and go $200,000 in debt trying to go to Syracuse University or some other campus somewhere. You are somebody, even if they don't give you an award, if they take that award away, that, that means that I'm going to give you an award in its place because the fact that they're mad at you enough to take that award away means that you might be one of the heroes that we actually need in the community. Stop cheering for the people who are being cheered for by white supremacy. Stop validating people who are being validated by the racists of this country. Stop believing in people just because you saw that Negro on TV and he got a record deal or he's in your favorite movie. Most of these people cannot fight white supremacy because they represent it. These people are never going to be able to fight the system because they are products of the system. How can you fight the thing that produces you, that gives you your source of power? I can't take power away from the thing that gives me my power. The people that have power in the community to move the community forward are the people who can rise above stupid things like cancel culture. Cancel culture, all that means is, Negro, we're going to find out who you work for and we're going to take your job. That's what cancel culture is. It means if you are a Hollywood actor and you're in a bunch of white people's movies and you say the wrong thing, they're going to go to your boss, your daddy, and take your job away. That's what cancel culture is. And Ice Cube said in his last song, he said, fuck your cancel culture. You can't cancel a soldier. And I'm going to tell you right now, I have canceled cancel culture because the only thing that can cancel me is God. Okay, you can't cancel me. Y'all been trying to cancel me for years. You ain't canceling shit because I know how to obtain real and authentic and independent black power. So the reason I love what King Randall is doing with this school is because he's teaching these boys to be independently powerful. He's teaching them how to own their own businesses. He's teaching them how to grow their own food. He's teaching them how to go out and hunt and, and get what they need and, and change tires and, and love a black woman and, and be a good father and, and educate themselves and, and critically think and do mathematics and, and invest for themselves. I mean, he's, he's building a better black man. Like, do you understand how important this is? Like, this is extraordinary. This is extraordinary. So, so I'm going to just say this.
you know, I, I tell you, when, when when that black Superman walks in the building, like this 21-year-old super articulate kid who, who, who comes in and is li literally saying stuff that half y'all 45, 50-year-olds can't even understand, he represents the future. Roland Martin, you represent the past. He is bringing life. You are feeding death. He is the young, energetic lion who will eventually knock you off your perch and you're going to go down bloody and burning and screaming and hollering and yelling like a, like a little baby, just like Donald Trump. You are the black Donald Trump of the community because you don't represent the greatness that black people will aspire to in the 21st century and beyond. So I am proud of this kid. When I saw that kid, I jumped up and down because I said, oh, oh, my God, he is 21 years old. We are building a generation of super soldiers who cannot be stopped cannot be canceled, cannot be butt broken, cannot be turned into little bitches. That's exactly what you want. Because remember, when Malcolm X was alive, he told you that the number one job of white supremacy is to keep the black man as a little boy or to turn him into a little girl. Well, that's what you got over there on the Roland Martin side. You got a bunch of little boys and a bunch of little girls. And this guy is creating men. And he ain't even, he's 21 years old. So he's got a lot in, in front of him. And I just congratulate this brother and I am cheering for him 100% because that shows that those of us who have passed messages like this on have done our job. And, and people like Dr. Claude Anderson were the ones who bred me. The real men are the ones who will lead you out of this darkness. The real women are the ones who will get you to the promised land. The, these Negroes still waiting on white Jesus, still waiting on white zaddy, still hoping that they can integrate their way to power. These people do not represent what will ultimately become the solution. I am all about solutions. I am not about acceptance. I do not care if these people like me or not. All I care is that we are ready to fight. So raise your sons to be ready to fight. Look this brother up. His name is King Randall. He's doing it down in Albany. There's other guys out there like him, Riza, Islam, a lot of young guys just doing great stuff. Those are the men that we need to pay attention to. And I'm, and I'm done talking about Roland Martin. That's not an issue for me anymore. I'm out of here. Hit the thumbs up button. Please hit the thumbs up button. Please, please, please subscribe to the channel uh, so we can keep building our black media. And uh, and I'm sorry for being so emotional, but that that just burns me up. Like there's no reason on this earth that any of us should be trying to stop a young black man who's trying to do what this guy's doing. Um, and I just hope we and I, I, I beg you don't let's not make this political. Let's make this black. 100 percent all black. That's it. Be one. I'm out. Have a good day. I'll see you soon. Peace.